Afghanistan, Remittances, the Scale and Role of Private Financial Transfers, Overview. Afghanistan is going through a protracted humanitarian crisis, closely linked to the economic shock and the drastic reduction in official development assistance, ODA, that followed the regime change in August 2021. The country ranks among the highest on the Climate Risk Index score, with high levels of hazard exposure and limited coping capacities. Between May to October 2023, an estimated 15 million Afghans are likely to be acutely food insecure, including 2.8 million people facing emergency, IPC Phase 4, food insecurity. In 2016 to 2017, an estimated 10% of Afghan households relied on remittances and the average yearly flow of remittances remained relatively stable between 2016 and 2021. Sent from neighboring countries, Australia, Europe, the Gulf Arab states, and North America, financial transfers include support from individuals to their families and relatives and, on a larger, organized scale, through diaspora organizations attempting to support development projects or address crises. Understanding the level, role, and recipients of remittances is important for humanitarian response planning. The loss of remittances is a driver of food insecurity, and the IPC monitors how they affect changes in humanitarian needs, acknowledging the importance of these financial transfers for humanitarian assistance. Unlike the ODA, remittances are independent of political decision-making, so they fluctuate less in times of economic crisis. This stability is important, as Afghanistan competes over ODA with countries like Ukraine and issues such as the economic recessions in Pakistan and Iran, as well as rising energy costs and the cost of living crises in Europe and North America, affect Afghan labor migrants. Remittances are relatively resilient compared to the ODA and private capital flows. As remittances go directly to people inside of recipient countries, such transfers can be effective alongside humanitarian assistance in supporting people's livelihoods. At the same time, remittances should not be considered an alternate or substitute for humanitarian aid. Remittances function like private capital, they are not orientated to those most in need, and senders often occupy vulnerable economic and social positions themselves. Questions remain about the sustainability of current or increased levels of private financial transfers in light of a protracted humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan, limiting the country's ability to mitigate the fallout from a long-term reduction in the ODA. The IMF's Balance of Payments and International Investment Position Manual, 6th edition, defines remittances as household income from foreign economies arising mainly from people's temporary or permanent move to those economies. Remittances include cash and non-cash items that flow through formal channels, such as via electronic wire, or through informal channels, such as money or goods carried across borders. They largely consist of funds and non-cash items sent or given by individuals who have migrated to a new economy and become residents there and the net compensation of border, seasonal, or other short-term workers who are employed in an economy in which they are not resident. Purpose of the report Humanitarian responders recognize the importance of remittances as a substantial source of income and support for individuals, households, and national economies in humanitarian crises. At the same time, knowledge gaps remain on the scale, measurement, use, and impact of remittances on senders and recipient households. This study aims to better understand the role remittances play for Afghan households alongside humanitarian assistance and other coping mechanisms following the regime change in August 2021. The focus is on the use and impact of remittances on senders and recipient households. The research analyzes who sends and receives remittances, how transfers are made, and how Afghan households use remittances to cope with difficult situations. Methodology This report uses a mixed methods approach comprising a rapid desk review, online surveys, and qualitative interviews. Building on the desk review, 
Two online surveys were conducted to understand the perspectives of remittance senders and recipients on remittance sending, how sending remittances affect their situation, what they use remittances for, and the extent to which remittances contribute to livelihoods and coping with crisis. The Danish Refugee Council and Mixed Migration Committee distributed the surveys via social media platforms Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter and to personal ACAPS contacts, through emails and WhatsApp. A total of 25 senders and 15 receivers of remittances participated in the survey. To complement the surveys, ACAPS conducted a limited number of qualitative interviews, 8, with remittance recipients, 4, and senders, 4. Limitations Remittances can take on the form of financial, in-kind, or social transfers, ideas or social capital, between residents and non-residents. Transfers can come from individuals or families. We excluded support from diaspora organizations or crowdfunding projects targeting Afghans facing crises from this study, only mentioning them briefly in the last section of this report. This study is limited to exploring characteristics relating to financial remittances and transfers from individuals and families living abroad sending money to recipient households inside the country. It is not an exhaustive account of all types of remittances or other transfers, the ODA, private capital flows, philanthropic humanitarian assistance, and their impact on Afghanistan's micro- and macroeconomic levels. The research is exploratory and based on a non-representative sample of the population. Most survey participants, remittance recipients, live in cities. The recipient survey has a bias, as some rural districts had very high labor migration to Gulf Arab countries before 2021, future research could address this. The response rate to the online surveys was low, 25 and 15 replies for senders and recipients, respectively, which does not allow for an accurate statistical analysis. Since the survey results have statistical uncertainty, numerical details are not prominent in this report, which uses them to discuss the larger trends identified in the secondary literature and translated into qualitative statements with the support of graphic visualizations. Key Findings Remittances are crucial to Afghan households and the national economy, making up between 1.5 and 4% in 2022 and 2021, respectively. Remittances should be considered a complement, not a substitute for humanitarian assistance. Humanitarian assistance targets the most vulnerable people in society who do not figure prominently among remittance recipients. In 2020, 10% of Afghan households received remittances, which comprise on average 58.75% of recipient household budgets in this research. Recipients mostly spend remittances on basic needs, including food, shelter, health, rent and utilities, education, and medical bills. Remittances dropped by more than half immediately after the regime change of August 2021, arguably linked to the impact of the banking restrictions under international sanctions. Remittance transfers increased in 2022 by 17%, but it is unclear whether they reached pre-regime levels. The difficulty is linked to a relative increase in the importance of hawala transfers, which are more difficult to measure than banking, Western Union, and MoneyGram transfers. Remittances to Afghanistan are sent predominantly through Hawala operators and multinational money transfer companies, including Western Union and Money, Gram. In 2022, the costs of remittance transfers, which affect the senders, varied from country to country, and changes were not homogenous. In some cases, such as in Germany, transfer costs decreased, whereas in others, as in Pakistan, they increased. Increasing transfer costs imply that less funds flow into the country and to people in need and more go to money transfer operators. A sustained loss of remittances leads to higher aid dependence and negative coping mechanisms.